The following programming is made possible by community support, like yours. Thank you. And welcome again, once again, that is, to The Dizzy Parker Show. And this week's episode is brought to you by Ron Mumbello Acting Coaching. Because sometimes you just need to be taught how to act. And Ron Mumbello is a really cool guy. I see him at the gym all the time. And uh, he helps me out on some of my presentation skills. And it, it it's fun. I, I like to combine everything on the show because this week has a theme as usual the theme is pride and sometimes you got to suck up your pride and go to somebody who is smarter than you to uh, learn your craft as it were and I act from time to time I have to present myself a certain way and hello to everybody on Facebook Live at facebook.com slash the Dizzy Parker. If you're out there, please share the video. It helps a lot. So, once again, this week is, is about pride. And I, it's an issue I've been dealing with a lot lately. I even prepared a little something right here. Because I don't want to mince words. Because sometimes I put words in my mincer and I mince them up. And then they don't taste so good. So I'm going to have the words raw right now. I think this counts as raw. I'm not sure. But here we are live on the Dizzy Parker Show. Have you ever noticed uh, the amount of selfies people take these days? It doesn't seem limited to any age demographic either. Scroll down any social media news feed or timeline and there are numerous pictures of people in a mirror, head tilted down, phone in hand, duly staring at themselves, staring at themselves. It's weird. I'm not even sure people notice, but they are literally looking at themselves, looking at themselves. Have you ever walked in New York City? I know I'm a complete outsider here. I am from North Carolina. I ain't from the big city, y'all. Uh, but pedestrians don't even recognize that they're, they're being a person directly in front of them as they carry on about their hurried mission. Uh, regardless of what level of self-centered, the base issue here is pride. Uh, pride is a problem that disguises itself as a positive attribute in the beginning and slowly starts to eat away at a person from the inside. It's kind of like acid. Uh, it's difficult to address this issue in a non-Christian, uh, in a way that non-Christians will relate, but uh, I'll do my best. And I'm going to frame this whole thing this week, and I'm going to try to try to talk to you on a level that is not faith-based, but because faith bubbles out of me so much, uh, 
uh, I'm, it's going to happen anyway. So if, if you don't agree, please forgive me and keep listening. If you do agree, give me a, a, a hand clap out there in radio land or podcast land or Facebook land. I'll take the emoji. Uh, so in recent months, I've had major dealings with pride in my own life, which is the reason I wanted to discuss it this week. I found myself in very avoidable situations over time and even been brought to tears because I allowed my own pride to take control. In the beginning, you may feel strong and powerful, but I can assure you that uh, this tiny bomb of deception will eventually render you helpless and hopeless. And we're going to actually lead the song off because because I dealt with we're going to lead the show off with a song is what I'm trying to say to you here. That's what I get for mincing words. <laughs> we're going to lead the show off with a song because uh, I wrote a concept album. If you're just learning about the Dizzy Parker show for the first time, I wrote a concept album uh, sometime last year and I started putting it out at the beginning of this year slash the end of last year and each each song tells a little piece of a story and I dealt with a lot of pride before before I came up with all of these songs and I thought that I was in control of everything and the dreams that I had were the the end-all be-all for everything Uh, so this is part of that journey And if you want to listen to the whole thing, look up City in the Clouds on iTunes and Spotify and wherever you stream your music or YouTube. And uh, that's YouTube.com slash The Dizzy Parker for the YouTube or for the uh, lyric video. But this song is called Skyscrapers. It is City in the Clouds Part 1. And I hope you enjoy. Look it up on YouTube. Cover these scars of those I take is you put me in. 
All right, welcome back to the Dizzy Parker Show. That was, oh, wait a minute, I have to do my cheesy DJ voice. Let me bring the cheesy DJ in here. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Dizzy Parker with Skyscrapers from the concept album City in the Clouds, available on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, and wherever you stream your music. There are no CDs. Oh, well. Nobody buys CDs anymore anyway. It's okay. You can, you can also stream it at DizzyParker.com. And, all right, all right, so I'm going to tell you a little story. A few years ago, I worked a really, really terrible job delivering and merchandising sodas. I'm not going to tell you what company, because some of you might enjoy that company, and who knows, they might even like me enough to sponsor the show someday. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But uh, I used to work a weird schedule. It was seven days on, then two days off. So by the eighth day, I felt like... <laughs> so most of that first day off, I would be, I'd be stuck in front of the computer. And YouTube was kind of like my escape from the entire world. Let's tie that into the song. How about that? My sweet escape is the lyric. But YouTube was kind of like my escape from reality. I just did not want to want to see Earth for a long time. Uh, but I would, I'd get caught up on the weird side of YouTube. People make videos about just about everything. And I'm, I'm really big into conspiracy theories. I'm a massive fan. Uh, it started with uh, the classic conspiracy theory, the moon landing hoax, and then the more controversial ones like uh, 9-11, think what you will, I think what I will. And then we go into uh, dinosaurs and whether or not the Earth is millions and millions of years old or only 6,000 years old. I'm a Bible-believing Christian, by the way, so I take Genesis very literally. I'll just leave that space right there. And uh, then, then you see all of the Bigfoot stuff and the Loch Ness Monster. And I, I don't know either way about any of these theories. I think, I think positively in certain directions based on which one we're talking about. Um, the one that I will, I will kind of shut down from my perspective is uh, the Mandela Effect. Don't buy into that one too much myself. Just saying. Uh, I have my reasons behind that. But then I was clicking, 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 and I discovered one that's going to get me in a lot of trouble today. Proof that the earth is flat. Yes, I said it out loud on the airwaves, and everybody gets to hear it. I'm going to say, I don't know. I lean towards yes, but then again, I am very willing to be proven wrong on this because I'm not out here doing the experiments, nor do I work for NASA. But I, I think I buy in, and there's reasons. Um, you've, you have lots of scientific evidence, like literal science... Uh, bye, Uncle Brian. <laughs> uh, lots of scientific evidence that leans to the side of leans to the side of flat and then you have lots of scientists who have lots of equations that lean to the side of globe so i i like to i like to follow along with the people who who go out and perform physical experiments so i came across 
this article right here from the Colorado News. Uh, It says, these Coloradans say Earth is flat and gravity is a hoax. Now they're being persecuted. I'll just read you the first part of this article because the article kind of has the emotion that maybe you do and the emotion that I did at first. Um, Every Tuesday at 6 p.m., three dozen Coloradans from every corner of the state assemble in the windowless back room of a small Fort Collins coffee shop. They have met 16 times since March, most nights talking through the ins and outs of their shared faith until the owners kick them out at closing. They have no leaders, no formal hierarchy, and no enforced ideology, save a common quest for answers to questions about the stars. Their membership has slowly swelled in the past three years through persecution and widespread public derision keep them mostly underground. Many use pseudonyms or only give their first names. They just do not want to talk about it for fear of reprisals or ridicule from co-workers, says John Vnook, the group's founder who lives in Fort Collins. He is at the epicenter of a budding movement, one that's coming for your books, movies, God, and mind. They're thousands strong, perhaps one in every 500, and have proponents at the highest levels of science, sports, journalism, and arts. They call themselves Flat Earthers because they believe Earth, the blue majestic spinning orb of life, is as flat as a table. All right, folks. Yes, that's probably how you feel as well. A little condescending and a little, shall I say it, uh, proud of the things that you believe already. That's why I say, just an idea. I'm willing to be be swayed either way with enough proof. That's how I'm going to put this. Um, Actually, oddly enough... Kevin Smith's movie Dogma. Uh, There's a part where Chris Rock plays an angel named uh, Barnabas, I think, and he talks about beliefs. I don't believe, uh, I don't believe or follow along with all of what is said in the movie because it it has kind of a universalist feel to it. I honestly don't think that has any bearing in reality. But he said, uh, beliefs are hard. You can't change beliefs. People die for them. They go to war. They will throw their head on a blade, uh, to quote Bruno Mars. And, but an idea, ideas can change. Ideas can be talked about. And it's a lot more peaceful. I'm paraphrasing here, folks, but that's the idea of what, what Barnabas said in the movie. And, and here, we have, we have a lot of ideas being thrown back and forth. There are a lot of YouTube channels dedicated to this very subject of the flat earth. And Tina, live on Facebook, I'm going to address your question. Uh, The pictures that show that the earth is round, uh, there are... The NASA website itself says that the pictures they have are composite images. They're not even photographs. They are information that is beamed from satellites put together mathematically. That's one of the arguments, and um, lots of YouTube channels. Rob Skiba, one of my personal favorites because he's a Christian and approaches everything from a biblical worldview. Uh, ODD Reality, which is completely non-Christian based. Uh, Eric Dubay, who has he's he's worked closely with with NASA. Uh, or am I getting him confused with the next guy, the NASA channel, a guy named Math Borland. It should be Matt, but he's cool, and Math is his name. Uh, 
that one of them actually worked with NASA, so he says, uh, and created realistic, like photorealistic paintings. Uh, there are there are numerous proofs um, in the direction of the Earth being flat. And yes, they could they could have flaws. They could. Uh, some of some of the proofs are old maps that show show the same thing that the that the uh, the United Nations flag has on it, which is a flat version of the globe, and it's a top down view, and it takes away Antarctica. Um, if you're in New York, you can actually see uh, New York City from 60 or so miles away. It looks like a speck, but it, you can see all the skyscrapers, which ties into my song, by the way. Uh, it looks like you could hold it in your hand. Uh, mathematically speaking, with a uh, 6,000-mile diameter Earth, uh, you sh- that should be beyond the curve by a few miles, and the 30 miles across that Manhattan is should appear as a curve, though it doesn't. Um, plane pictures, if you're, if you're on a plane and you look out the window and you take a picture, you can see a flat horizon that always rises with your eye line. It never goes, as, goes down. You could lay a piece of paper across the screen when you take the picture and show that it's completely flat. Uh, there's an old experiment called the Bedford Levels Experiment that happened, uh, I believe it's in England, maybe? Uh, there's a place called the Bedford Levels where the water is completely flat. And I, I don't have all the names right off right off the bat. Um, so please forgive me, but you can Google any of these and they are legit. And if I could, if I could put, the, put the quotation down at the bottom of the screen, I would, but I'll do that later. Uh, they're on the water for a couple of miles and there's, they would go with telescopes and see if the boat would disappear because to your eyes, it starts to disappear bottom first, which would prove a horizon. Uh, but then you zoom in with the telescope and it reappears. That's basically the, yeah, tiny little snippet of that experiment. I'm no scientist. And then one of the most recent ones is the Chicago skyline, which was big on the news about two years ago. Across Lake Erie, a photographer took a picture and saw a perfect vision of Chicago and all of its skyscrapers. And they said, this is actually a mirage. However, mirages are upside down. And then they tried to backtrack on the news and tell how that such a mirage could be flipped back, back side up, as it were. And it, just tons of things are, are leaning towards flat. Once again, it's an idea. If you have plenty of proofs, uh, on the globe, I'm willing to listen. It's fun, but uh, let's all. What if we all put our pride aside and just discuss the matter rather than pointing fingers and saying, "Don't you know that it was proven thousands of years ago?" No, it wasn't proven. It was theorized, and even now we we admittedly do not have photographs of the Earth. Huh. So I said that out loud. I'm just gonna leave that right there, and we are going to transition. Because there's no easy way out of this one. I hope I steer up enough controversy. We're going to transition to our best for last segment. (laughs) 
And to put our pride aside, we're going to talk about an issue near and dear to my heart. If you want to talk about the Flat Earth, please, please email me at weareatdizzyparker.com or uh, my Facebook page or Instagram or Twitter, whatever you're using right now. Check it out. But we're going to talk about pride in another sense. A video I put out recently is is on talking to older people and gaining wisdom. And hopefully I haven't shot my credibility in the foot too much, but I didn't have credibility to begin with, so it's cool. Um, but I talk to older people to gain their wisdom. It's a good form of leverage so you can get you can make your life a lot more a lot more productive and positive as you go at a younger age, which my parents taught me uh, at a very young age, and I said, no, I'm not going to listen to you. But in my 20s, I started realizing, hmm, these people are older than me, and they've been through some things. I wonder if I could avoid their mistakes by listening to them. It's a good idea. So, uh, also, as a personal trainer, I deal with a lot of people, and a lot of them are older. So, I engage them in conversation, and I try to learn from their life. So, I have one friend who is near near to me. Uh, she's 59 years old, and she worked at the same job for 40 years or more, I think. She dedicated her life to this job, and recently... Uh, her performance started to suffer because her life started changing, and they stopped giving her quite as many responsibilities at work. And the way that her job works, she's an executive assistant, and the bosses kind of rotate as they as they go through their career cycles. So her most recent boss of about 10 years just retired. And with when he retired, she didn't really have a place and the company wouldn't place her anywhere else because her life had started changing. Her work focus had started to slip. And they didn't really see as much of a need for her. Whether that's good or bad based on tenure is up to the listener, I suppose. But it started to have an effect on her, and they basically started to try to force her into retirement. She wasn't planning on retiring for another couple of years but this sent her into a pretty deep depression state. And she, she started to lose self-esteem and self-worth. And all she knew was how to do her job. But without her job, she basically her pride was shot down. Because that's what she put her pride in, was doing her job and doing it well and serving others. And... Oddly enough, at her age versus my age, she would come to me for advice, and I, I'm thankful for that, that somebody respects me enough to give them advice. I guess the way that I've lived my life so far has, has been enough that people think that I have something positive to say, which I guess is why they gave me this show to begin with, huh? Sweet. But she came to me for advice and said she just she didn't know her self-worth. Her self-esteem had been completely damaged. And I said, hey, um, maybe this whole thing isn't about you. Maybe there is somebody else in control of it. You already know about God. You're still a baby Christian, but you already do. You know that there is 
there is a creator that is much more powerful than we would ever even dream of being. He knows what every puzzle piece of your life from the beginning to the end, he knows how the picture forms. And this part is, it's not fun. I get that. It's life altering. But at 59 years old, if you take care of yourself, you have many, many years to go. And I basically gave her what she was worth. I gave her a full-on gospel presentation. She had never seen the movie The Passion of the Christ before. And I said, here is your life. You were born a dirty, rotten sinner. And if you don't believe me, go to Chuck E. Cheese one day. There's a bunch of little sinners in Chuck E. Cheese, and they didn't have to be taught to be that way. You, yourself have proven that as well because you admittedly and I'm I'm giving you the synopsis here folks we we only have a few minutes left but you've admitted that you've lied you've admitted that you have stolen at least something small even uh you've you've lusted so you've committed adultery in your heart and you've dishonored your parents you have not put God first that's half of the 10 commandments so by your own admission you're a sinner you're not you're not worthy of eternal life. But guess what? If you watch the movie The Passion of the Christ, you can get the details of how this went down. But your badness displays God's goodness because he was willing to he was willing to come to earth as a human being and sacrifice himself knowing that you, you the individual and you the listener we're going to commit those sins anyway. And he still went through torture and death and resurrection to conquer death for you. So uh, there's, there's plenty of pictures out there where Jesus is, has his arms spread out on the cross and it says, I love you this much. I said, that is what you, name removed, are worth. And that is what you, the listener, are worth. And normally I don't go this deep in gospel, but I think, I think that it's a good way to, to set aside our pride. To show that our pride, the one sin that will get you kicked out of heaven, by the way. Look at, uh, look at Lucifer. Hmm, there's poems. But it's one way to set aside our pride and realize that we are part of a much greater purpose. And we, if we choose to humble ourselves, serve that much greater purpose. And I don't think there's any better way to end. So, once again, I've been Dizzy Parker. I want to thank you, the listener, for listening and putting up with all of my shenanigans this week. Thanks to WPWL for allowing me to commandeer some of your airwaves. Thank you to Emma for producing the show this week and uh, smiling over there, making me feel good enough so that the people listening uh, that don't <laughs> don't agree with my crazy theories, uh, uh, she's, she's still making me feel good. And you guys make me feel really good. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, all, all my social media, at the Dizzy Parker. That's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and even Snapchat. Ch- tune into Facebook Live again tonight on July 8th for a live performance by Dizzy Parker. Check out DizzyParker.com for music, merch, and so much more. I'll see you next time. <laughs>